another guy goes, another guy falls. You just gotta keep going. I keep storming that beach, nigga. You gotta keep running. Ain't no rhyme or reason why it's not you on the ground, but as long as it's not, we keep your feet underneath you. Keep moving. Ain't no time to be scared. And even if you are, what fucking difference does it make? Run, nigga. Keep going. You're just as heroic as those people that stormed the beach. So what's the excuse? I'm not good enough. I did something wrong. I'm not perfect. Nobody asked anyone to be perfect. We just asking people to be honest. You're a leader. Lead. Don't be afraid. We got your back like the motherfucking Verizon man. God don't like ugly. I ain't one to judge. <laughs> Hey, yo, it's your boy, Sam Duke. It's your man, Tell McHale. It's your boy, Warren P. And you're listening to another great episode of You, you Good, good bro. Be a killer yes. Mike. Yeah, yeah, Michael. <laughs> that for, for, for those that didn't know, that's the intro to uh, Run by, by Killer Mike. His album, Michael with Render, came out yeah. uh, last week, and... I think Dope since we're project. gonna be we're gonna be talking about what it's like being a black man out here today. Mm. I think it's it's it is it is uh, warranted that we 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 talk about what it's like out here. Um, first things first, man. I think that the you know I'm not sure whether or not this video made waves on um, on the internet or not. It may have. I I I ain't really been watching social media like that, but it made waves yeah. with me. It made ways with me. I think it, it it this there's a video that dropped from Dr. Umar and and look for the for the ones that listen that don't listen to Dr. Umar, do not turn this off. Do not turn from what we're talking about here. I promise it it may be valuable to you. If there's women listening, they're like, oh, they see they hear Umar sometimes, you know, people just stop listening. Yeah, they turn off. Please, yeah, please, <laughs> please, please, please listen. Hey, offer them this. <laughs> offer them this. A right. broke clock is is at it's least right. like yeah. twice a day. So twice this, a might, day. this might have been one of his times. So exactly. Listen. This this may be one of the times that Dr. Umar is, is is correct. And so first things first, man. Let, I want to share this with you. We're gonna we're gonna share two videos with you guys, and we're gonna we're gonna hop into the conversation. All right. Umar. Umar. I mean, that's it's that guy, man. <laughs> that guy. All right. Let's see. Boom saying is i am i'm capable of being that leader that provider i've worked hard in my life you get what i'm saying i should not have to you still go back to but i only feel like we tell black men that we have to now deal with masculine women women with children why by is other- she masculine because she's got- had to raise the kids alone not one woman so brother tell me, a I, whole I, community so you mean to tell me I, the only woman i could look forward in my life is a masculine woman that has kids by no, other men no that's what i have to no, look forward to but i'm see? telling you mm. mistakes made by black men mm. systemically mm-hmm. gave rise to the conditions that allowed her to be masculine and made her end up with a man that you consider to be less than what he should be and i'm telling you black men are responsible for her being masculine because we have not helped her raise them children. I, I am and not. when I say help them raise them children, I don't mean you as the stepdad. No, yeah, yeah, I, I mean you yeah, yeah. as an active member Definitely. in the community yes. where we go to every single parent black mother and say, how many sons you got to? How many sons you got to? Well, guess what? That's your son's 
big brother. That's your son's big brother. He taking him to school. He doing the homework. He gonna spend a couple hours with him every Saturday. He got his own kids too, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but he gonna make time for you. She got masculine because she had to become masculine in order to deal with the rape, the abuse, the domestic violence, the, the disappointments that men had in her life, and also raising those kids and have to take care of herself all at the same time. The black woman has been the be-all, in-all in our community for half of a century, and now we want to turn around and say because she didn't do it perfectly enough or remain feminine enough when she had to absorb our responsibilities plus her own, that's insensitive and disingenuous. We, we letting the next uh, video rock or we, we hopping right in? I mean, what y'all want to do? I think we should hop right in and we can go. Right. We, 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 can, we can get to the next video can in I, just a can second. I, can I break? Do the ISO? Do of my, course. Uh, Kobe <laughs> Bryant. <laughs> when LeBron was checking him, like, ISO. First off, I agree 100% with uh, Dr. Umar just said. Um, I was having a conversation with my wife about this the other day. It's the chicken and egg scenario. So... What Dr. Umar spoke on is 100% right, but I also felt he didn't answer the young man's question in regards to, I understand the conditions of what created this problem, mm -hmm. but do I have to deal with this problem? And I'm not saying that black women are problems. I'm just saying in regards to this particular scenario, it's like, all right, I understand she had a rough life. So are you telling me now that because she had a rough life that I had nothing to deal with, nothing to do with, I now have to just bend and grin, bend, grin and bear dealing with this young lady who has these issues caused by society. And I think a lot of people missed out on that part. As far as mentoring and giving back to the community, hell yeah, black men need to step up in that aspect. Like, I know a lot of, Sam says he wasn't on Twitter. I was on Twitter, and it was a war <laughs> on people's I, side. And I hate thing, that it was a war about what he said. But go and, ahead, and the man. thing that upset, but it was how you interpreted his message. You have brothers who felt as if, like, hey, man, he ain't really answered Umar's question. And then you had the women, like, yeah, Dr. Umar speaking the truth. Both of them were right. And that's where the disagreements. And then people took it, it, took it different ways. So it's like, hey, man, I could understand if a man said, hey, Brian dealing with that shit. <laughs> like, but I could also understand a woman saying, Hey, if men stepped up and did what they needed to do, we wouldn't be in this situation to begin with. So I don't think there is a right answer for all of this. Okay. I I will go, my Aquarius brother, since we, we think alike, and I, I, I don't agree, though. I, I don't I don't agree that they're both right. I I think that people presume on the surface that a man can say, I don't want to deal with, you know, my women because they're too masculine. And and the reason they're wrong is what Dr. Umar brought into the equation. And what brought Dr. Umar brought into the equation for me is context. Mm -hmm. Walking around just talking about women being masculine without understanding context and not using that context into 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 uh, embedding it into the interactions that you have with women 
is there the problem? That therein makes it wrong. The idea that I shouldn't have to deal, and not and look by all by all means, if you don't want black women, you you have a preference that is not black Whoa, women. I, I, I was saying uh, no, women say, in I, general, like women with attitude, not black no, women. Well, 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 yes. well, to be honest with you, this this gender war. This context, the, this context of the conversation is black women. Okay, is right. is black yeah. women, and I mean, I and I went and watched the whole when I when I saw that clip, I went and watched the whole right. two part. <laughs> it it was four in the morning, fellas, when I ran across this clip, and I said, "Fuck sleep!" Like I was like, "I am about to." <laughs> I got to see watch the whole thing. I gotta watch and, it too. And and yeah, you need to. It's really good. Um, but my my thing was they ignored the context and went directly to what they desire only, which is I need to meet me a woman that is, you know, is, is not masculine. And that's their, that's their, the context of what they're like. So I have to deal with, and you know, I have to do, but what I think what Dr. Umar was trying to bring into the equation is like, number one, you're not the only one that have to deal with it. All you brothers up here have to deal with it. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And number two, the reason you have to deal, the reason you have to deal with it is because it is a systemic issue in our space. And the reason you even care to even to even speak to it is really you really want a black woman. Mm. Do you really want one? That's why they're complaining. When you listen to them, they're com- they're really complaining. When you listen to guys speak on this, and the reason I I, I maybe sound a little passionate about it because I have a guy in my life, my brother, who is completely, you know, on the side, in my opinion, on the side of these guys. It's just like I don't have to deal with this. I don't mm-hmm. have to de- deal with that. And um, Dr. Umar said something, and I think that this is where the majority of the black men that think like these men miss is he said leader. He said, if you're going to be the leader, now, if you're not going to be the leader, sit it out. There's no, there's no conversation to be had. We don't need to talk about this anymore. There's, you know, just be quiet, go find what you're looking for out here. But if you're going to be a leader, and if your goal is to lead these women that you consider masculine, whatever the case may be, then the difficulty of it should not come into play because leaders understand that n- leadership starts where not fair begins. Like it's, that's when leadership starts. Literally, the fairness is not there. And you have to bear the brunt of something that you may not want to, but any leader you talk to will tell you, I'm responsible for things that have nothing to do with me. <laughs> I'm not doing the work, but I am the leader. So guess who it falls on? Falls yep. on me to it make bugs, the changes. The buck stops there. with me. And that's my that's my take. That's why I feel like ultimately, I, I'm not saying their preference is wrong, but if that's what they want, they're wrong with the way they're going about it. Yeah, so I guess I'm going to go. And, and then let me just say this. I, I don't agree with uh, the position about preference should supersede growth because what we're talking about is if women have become masculine it's because we aren't i was gonna go there bro but i was, I was like let me let me get i was gonna no. go there because <laughs> in the face of masculinity the natural reaction is femininity facts all right so if you want a feminine woman 
her impression of masculinity or what you perceive as masculinity is just that it is just a face a mask that they put on um some of them don't know how to be soft i get it but that's something that could be learned and the fact of the matter is, is that anytime you have a conflict with a woman your definition of conflict is she's too masculine then you have low communication skills and just because she masculinity has a, right, ain't there neither right and i you know i already cut them balls but i'm saying that at, <laughs> at the net net of it is if you don't have good communication skills man or woman you just have conflict our it my issue is that our default is that they're masculine we're we're, def, we're saying oh we we only have a uh we only come at each other we go head to head because she's too manly or she's too, oh, okay right. and that's what i'm saying like it's okay it, it could just literally be she don't trust your your leadership. It literally could just be you haven't lowered her anxiety f- around the world where she's been raped, beat, killed in some instances, you know, by men or 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 I guess grown males acting like they're men. So, you know, the idea that it is not our problem. Put it this way. We're from the black community, and, and there's been a lot of talk about reparations. And, and one of the most profound, and, and I'm putting quote marks, disputal you know, uh, arguments against reparations is that I, I never owned a slave. I, I didn't make you a slave. I, what? But, but yet you benefited from it, right? Mm-hmm. These men were raised, some of them by single women. They benefited from the masculinity that they now reject. And at the end of the day, the only way you can fix the problem is to repair the problem. If we're responsible for creating an environment that masculinity had to be born out of our women in order for them to survive and our children to survive, there go generations, it is our responsibility to repair it. Which means, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and marry and date this woman that I perceive as masculine, but I'm going to be the best man that I could be. And, and therefore, she won't feel the need to put on the mask anymore. Yes, we may bump heads, but I understand she's coming from a deficit position. She needs to learn a new way. And I'm going to help her because I'm the leader in the home. That is what has to happen. You can't just fall back on, man, I'm like, she cut her hair so goddamn short, dog. Like, bro, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, they wear women are dynamic. You going to break it down to preference? Versus how she makes you feel or that y'all even get along or even were able to connect to begin with. Like, I don't know. Bro. I mean, hey, man, fuck all that. Dog. <laughs> I'm, oh, not man, that. I'm not building. I'm just as you say, the woman needs to trust the man, the leader to be in the situation, bro. I'm not leading. I'm not going into a spot of leading somebody to whereas like I have to build and break down walls and all those no, other that, things that's, as that's, well. That's, so that's like that's there, 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 there's, there, there has to be, I'm not saying it's all on a woman. I'm not saying it's all on a man, but we are right. coming together. Right. Oh, let me, let's remove, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I was going to remove, let's remove the relationship piece of it. Let's just look at leadership, right? Okay. All right. So military leadership, uh, first lieutenant, second lieutenant, you know, all the, the OCS, the officers yeah, and in the military, the ranking yeah. system. Then you have the NCO, non-commissioned officers, which were just enlisted people. 
in those spaces, especially when it's a life or death team, even if this person is a lieutenant, most people are going to look at him skeptically because they're going to say, look at this young ass motherfucker just straight out of college. What the fuck he know about killer, right? He has to prove himself. He has to prove himself to people that have not chosen to follow him. That is a leader. Just because she ain't signed up does not mean you don't lead. If you lead, hold on, if, if you're leading in your life and in the lives around you, she'll see it because they knows it. That's my sexist comment for today. <laughs> um, <laughs> they they going to pay attention. They taking notes because they talking to their girlfriends. They may not tell their girlfriends that they got a leader because they don't want to risk the girlfriends trying, girlfriends to, take trying to take them. Yeah. <laughs> but she's paying, she's paying attention. And if she sees it enough, the trust to follow you will happen. But unfortunately, men like, I'm not going to say the men that were on that podcast, but men that think like that have been so pervasive, so loud, and so wrong that it's hard for women to think that there's another form of guy out there. Therefore, we're creating the same energy. We're creating more masculinity in women. If they see men doing something different, then they'll change. We set the tone. That's one thing I will tell you that I've found I found in, in couple sessions and stuff like that that still sets true. Men set the tone and when they lead, set the tone in the relationship. Regardless of what the woman wanna do, if she feels like, all right, shit, I guess he got it. And then eventually they're gonna appreciate it. They be like, Hey, what you wanna do? Yeah. They appreciate this. So I got if I got now are we now back to what I was saying. In regards to if we're saying leadership as black men in the community, I am 100 percent with you. And then that echoes down into relationships. But I think going back to the actual video, Dr. Umar was speaking on systemic issues that yeah. cause certain things. Yeah. These gentlemen were speaking in present day place about looking for a partner. Well, well he, and there, I get there, that one but, thing caused another, but yeah, you're but, asking people to say, well, not hey, just, and you're, not too many men are going what, to step up to that type what, of situation what, in a well, relationship. Here's, here's where it's the piece. Like, yo, I know I'm going in here butting heads from jump. Well, it's not even about butting heads because yeah. I mean, the co- conflicts happen regardless. You can find you a feminine woman. You yeah, you're gonna get that, you some life. conflict, right? But the the I think the way that they're going into it is like as if women, I mean, and, and it's not to say that, you know, it, they. I think they're going into it because they talked about other cultures, dating older cultures, that kind of thing. And they're going into it in a space that they feel as if black women are not, and I hate to use the submissive word, but it's it's about this, this submission. It's about the subordination of, of the woman under the man. So it's like my masculinity is is I'm I'm supposed to be the leader. And Dr. Umar is saying if you're supposed to be the leader, <laughs> leaders don't say that's hard and run away. Oh, leaders right. say leaders that's say that's hard yeah. and we get harder. You get what I'm saying? Like that's it's the it's the mindset I think that Dr. Umar was coming after. When you talk about systematically, you can it's the fact that you can wrap the mind around 
helping women, single women with their children in the community, but you can't wrap the mind around helping women in the community get over their obstacles as well. And that's where it, that therein is the issue because the leadership is the same. Mm -hmm. It's the same leadership that it takes for you to mentor young boys as it is for you to help a woman who probably be, was betrayed and, by and her be father. Um, yeah, I was like, the same, it's the same energy that it takes to do, to do that, to turn around, you know, help kids that are not your own to also getting in a relationship with somebody that looks like you. And I, I mean, and, and I had to have conversations and say, look, the reality is the, the, the fact that you don't want to take that challenge on is not necessarily just reflective of, you know, they make it seem like, oh, it's because I don't want to deal with those women. But the reality is you don't want to deal with yourself either right. and your potential lack of leadership. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like, you have to look at yourself. And I'm not trying to I'm, I'm not trying to condemn these men. I but I, I do want to make it clear that, like. If you want to be a leader, challenges shouldn't scare you. That's part of the job. That's a part of the job. You get what I'm saying? Like, as a part of being a leader, that comes along with the job. I'm not telling you to go find problems, but I'm telling you to be a problem solver. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and, and their thing is, it's like, well, we got all these masculine women. They not, and this is something Umar said, they not all the same. Fair. You know what I'm saying? They're not all the same. But the problem is we're viewing them as all the same. And they're viewing us as all the same. Fact. We're scapegoating each other, which is something he spoke on, which is a part of the plan. If you know that systematically the plan was to have us, black men and black women, inside of a gender war, and to the point where you got, you got folks, you know, there's, there's the passport bros is a big thing now, right? Because, you know, people think that that's, that's the, 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 going to solve the their problem. Mm -hmm. The solution is to go get some... Some Brazilian chick from that is that or Dominican chick yeah, or Dominican chick that that uh, can't rub two nickels together, you know, make her completely totally dependent on you, marry her, do some ninety day fiance shit, bring her to the states, and think that the outcome is going to be better because she knows how to be a wife, right? Wrong. That's scary. because. It's, it's scary because of this. It's, you know what's even scary about it? Because I, I had this conversation with, with my brother because he fucked with the passport bro shit. And and it made me go 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 digging because I like to, you know, I like to back my shit up with statistics. I'm like, okay, you know, the problem with us is systematically we're, we're the black family is torn. We're 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 divorced at a higher we're, we're divorced at a higher rate. We have a bunch of socioeconomic issues that are uh that that uh that hinder us being able to flourish here in this country, whatever the case may be. And so I was like, okay, well, what are the interracial outcomes? Mm. You know, like, cause the thing about leadership, and this is another piece, cause people don't think like leadership, they think, oh, you know, it's just about, oh, getting, I don't need to lead. I'm gonna go do something else. But what you don't understand is when you're not a leader, you're not a leader any damn where. <laughs> like, you're not a leader here in fucking Brazil. You're not, it's, it's almost like people thinking and moving to Atlanta gonna solve their problems. But 
the reality is when you look at it, 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 back home after a couple it, years. It, yeah, it, it doesn't solve your problem. And so what I was looking at was the outcomes. And I said, okay, you know, divorce is what divorce is, right? It's at the rate that it is. And I was like, what does interracial divorce look like? Interracial divorce is higher than than uh, black people marrying black people. Among black men, black women. American, you mean? American, yes. yeah, American black women, black men. It's about 14.9% higher. Mm-hmm. Then I said, let me go see what this uh, international shit looked like in the United States, of course, mm-hmm. because these are these are the passport bros. Sure. Bruh, the percentage is like damn near 25% more get divorced than, than uh, the regular black man, black woman ratio. Okay. And I said, and I said, the outcomes are the same. So that means what's going on is you could go get br- girl your girl from Brazil. <laughs> Not to say it won't work, you know, it may work, but what I'm seeing is the outcomes are worse. Because yeah. you still chances are it's gonna be it's not gonna work. Twenty five percent higher chance it's not gonna work. Yeah, yeah and what that and that means more broken families, more black people under single parent homes, whether it's man, woman, whatever. More it's it's more of what you're trying to get away from if that's what you want as a a, a strong flat family. So it says to me that we might actually be the problem. You know, the common denominator in all factors would be us. And um, I, I think this might be a good time to check out Dr. Kava's. Uh, yes, sir. Comments. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, let's. <laughs> let, 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 I had let, a let, shout let. out to make real quick, but I'll let y'all run. Dr. Kava Kamene. Uh, uh, all right, I'm let, saying but, it right. But remind me to say my case in point okay, in regards uh, to marriage. All right, bet, bet. All right, well here we go. Here's the, here's the next video. I think it might, it might still be, it still be relevant, even with this. And the way in which they raised us, who ever taught black men to be fathers? I think we're doing a good job considering, an excellent job considering what we've been through. We were never meant to be men. We were never meant to be fathers, because if we were fathers on the plantation, it meant that our children would listen to us before they listened to the person upstairs. Great point. And the moment we had any type of control on the plantation, they sold us or killed us, because they had no room for anybody with power, black people on plantation. So now here we are, 1865, so to speak, and they emancipate us, and now we're supposed to be fathers. Well, who taught us how to be fathers? From to the grave. We're never fathers. We had no example of what a father was. The best that we had was Fiddler. Kunta Kinte had Fiddler. That was the best he had for a father. Now we're just coming up what Bob Marley calls our sleepless slumber. And now we're coming to realize what a father really is. So we, so can I just take a moment and think about that? And we talk about whippings. You said whippings. Whippings. Sure. Yeah. You know, when you think about the fact that what he said is true like if if you think about it whenever there's, there, there's leadership from our community they kill them they kill them or discredit yeah. them so much that people stop listening to them and so if the only person that we have left to look up to is whooping us whenever we get out of line that may be a way to integrate a behavior or at least a response to a behavior to make us think whooping works like at the end of the day who taught us how to be men if the only people that were allowed to have men 
in masculine positions were willing to kill us for sitting in the wrong place. Like anything that we've done has just been, for lack of a better phrase, modeled after someone that is a sociopath. So the question is, who taught you how to be a good father? Who taught you how to be a good man? Who taught you how to be a good husband? And if you can't survey the people that you serve, because that's what a man is, right? Or that's what a leader is. He's serving. If you can't ask your kids, your wife, and get feedback from them, then who are you measuring your success as a man to? Like, who's your, what's your litmus test on how good of a man you are? Father, husband, brother, whatever, son, whatever. Who are you talking to and, and trusting their feedback? And the fact is, we don't have many. That's why we cling to the to the select few. That's why we still talk about Martin Luther King. <laughs> That's why we still talk about <laughs> Malcolm X. Malcolm, Malcolm X. X. Yeah, and it's it, I mean, and, and, and Washington. And, and, and it's not. <laughs> and it's not to be. Uh, it's not to be uh, insensitive, but. They died a long time ago. A I long mean, it, time ago. Denzel's you know, alive, but young. yeah, it, they killed them. They killed yeah. those people a long time ago. Uh, and and that's my that's kind of connecting the dots back to Dr. Umar's point. When you look at the pathology of black men in America, he's he's trying to give us some flowers because you know when yeah. you look at the data about black men being in their children's lives being higher than any other group in america that says something about what we desire what we want to have happen do we know how to do it that's another question but the fact is we desire to do it and coming from our broken beginnings we've been able to maintain our community we still have a positive growth rate the issue at the, bo the bottom line is that we are not good husbands. And it's not saying that women are good wives. It's just that I can only talk about we, what we, we speak do. On, we speak on yeah. us. Yeah. Right. I can only speak on us. Like I'm not going to sit there and wait for the woman to be a good woman for me to be a good man. If no, anything, right. you know, I'm going to be a good man. And hopefully man, you, she'll, you know. And you know that, what's no, wild no. about that? Because I think that that's the, I think that's the underlying tone of, what Dr. Umar is speaking on when it comes to leadership. It's like, if you set the tone, you set the tone. If you lead the way, you lead the way. But it's like the idea that if this woman is like this, then I don't want to participate at all. It's like, well, you're not leading nothing. Right. Good. You, you, don't don't go you, near her. Yeah, you don't you go do near her. You do more damage. Because, you do more damage. Because, because the wildest part about it is when you talk to these men, You'll ask them, do you want a family? They'll be like, yeah. <laughs> do you want kids? Do you want, you know, do you want a wife? They'll say yes to all of those things, but they won't say yes to the challenge. They won't say yes to the fact that they have to do. And I'm not telling you, to, this is not a, first of all, it's not an indictment or not a, not an indictment, my bad. Wrong, wrong terminology. Yeah, this, is, this is not <laughs> a, a, a a free ticket for women to get at men and to treat them any kind of way and for women to mistreat men. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is the, the issue that I have is the fact that because something is difficult, you don't go in that direction. That for me, that just, 
it's unacceptable. It sounds very adolescent. It is. It sounds adolescent. And it's, in my opinion, it's rooted in the self-hate that they built into this system. It's rooted into the fact that you think that that Latino woman, that Brazilian woman, that, you know, that white woman is better than that your Asian woman. woman. Yeah, that Asian woman is better than your women. And it's not the truth. I, and God, they're going to kill me for this. I really hope my wife doesn't listen to this podcast. But um, <laughs> you know she does. It's, it's, it's one of those things to where as I... Talk, I joke with my wife often about, you know, you can be a good person, man, woman, but when it comes to dating and relationships, you can be fucking terrible. Sure. And I can't a free conscious say to man or woman, like, if the woman think the man ain't shit, I'm not finna tell her, like, hey, sister, that brother got leadership qualities. But at the same time, he ain't where he need to be. You should ride that out. And I can't say to a man, like, hey, bro, yeah, you can lead him. But, I mean, uh, you're going to be dealing with a lot of shit. You're signing up to deal with a lot of shit leading this person. I can't in free conscience tell somebody, like, hey, sign up for that because of what has occurred. I can understand what's going on in the system. We can do things to build and break down what has happened to us as a people, but I can't in full confidence tell a black woman or a black man that, hey, y'all gotta deal with this bullshit if you wanna be married or, or date and stuff like that. It, it's just, I know life isn't fair, but I'm not putting, telling somebody to go into that type of situation. And it's not a man or versus woman thing, it's just a people thing within our community. I thought that was in the vows of marriage though. We gotta get there first. Right, but how you well, get this ain't, this ain't, this ain't back but in the day, but I give you a no, horse you, you, or you a cow get there by and, and You get yeah. there by pretending you're married. You, you got to get there to show to the person that you're actually going to be for better or for worse. Like, it don't, it ain't it ain't a light switch. I understand. So on you continuously deal with, I understand bullshit will occur. We are all married here. Well, let's it say occurs, it, but let's, I'm saying. Let's be fair. Let's be fair. It's okay. Bullshit is something that, by definition, is is built on a lie. When people say bullshit, that's what they really mean. You, you, what you give me is some bullshit. What, what I'm hearing and what I'm aware of uh, are the nuances of of being a couple, of being two adults in a world where it is literally the world against you. Like you, you are always responding to the world. You're either responding to you got a tax bill, you got a bill that you have to pay light bill. The kids are hungry. You need clothes. So you're responding to these stimulants, right? And all we're really saying is if you have a skill set to respond to these stimulants in a way that gives you positive results, that's what a couple is supposed to be doing. That's it. Only time y'all should have conflict is over how to do it. No, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm okay. with you 100%. So, so all well, we're really saying, saying so all we're really saying a lot of people is, aren't equipped for that couple well, skill set. That's, that's kind of that's the point, Warren, is that None of us are equipped. We are supposed to have trust in one another. And if a man is leading, the woman's anxiety will lower, which means she won't have a need to, to bicker. She won't have a need to, to respond or if she doesn't trust you. And I don't know why that 
No, I don't know what, why that. What, I don't know why what, that escapes. Well, the, you the know, tracks. you know what, you know what. It, the biggest issue I have is the fact that they say they make it seem as if our women are so disagreeable. And if you I look disagree at, with that as well. hold on, hold on, no, but but, but what A I'm saying is the notion. The notion yeah. I'm talking about overall. The notion is that our women are so disagreeable, right? And and the reality is, I'm just being real. The reality is. Our women deal with way more bullshit than we do. I'm just being real. We deal with we we deal with social bullshit, but they have to deal with social bullshit and our bullshit. They have to deal with social bullshit and our children. They have to deal with social bullshit and carry and and, and, and once again, systematically is what I'm speaking on. I'm not speaking on your personal views, your right. friends, whatever the case may be. Systematically, women have had to deal with... Our sisters have. Our, our, they have to deal with more. And they have to be more flexible. They have to be more resourceful. They have to be like... it's, And it's clear in the way that they move. You get what I'm saying? It's clear in the coalitions that they've created because had they not been able... Had they not done that, they probably wouldn't have been able to survive. But what I'm saying is, like, the idea that they can't collaborate, the idea that they're disagreeable, the idea that they're just so difficult to deal with is, is, is I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's a part of the plan, and that plan has worked very well. Yeah, because it's Oh, I agree through. with that. I, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. But, I mean, it's... It's one of those things to where it's, I don't even want to go in because it will make it seem like I'm attacking like our sisters and when in actuality I'm going at both our brothers and our sisters because it's like there there has to be accountability on both sides and I think that is lacking. I don't think it's lacking. I think what's being missed is we cannot own someone else's response. All right. And what that means is that response means if you show up the way you're supposed to show up, I can't own if you don't respond well to it. That's just pure point. But me talking about what women should do or should not do is not consistent with leadership. It's not consistent. It's not consistent with being uh, an adult male in this space when we're talking about masculinity and femininity so i'm not saying that you can't recognize when someone is reacting or responding uh in a way that is not agreeable what i'm saying is i don't have a call to action my job is to show up stand there in the in the wind or whatever's happening be a solution not a problem and and then all it all of it Hopefully, this sister will see that I'm a solid man. If that's the woman that you want to be with, because there's, it, there's we we kind of skating it, over a whole other it, topic about. It, yeah, let me let me speak a little <laughs> bit. To... Let, let me oh no, let me let me speak a little bit because I want I want to bring it back. I do really want to want to hone in on the leadership piece mm-hmm. because I think that you know when when we have these conversations, there's a lot of tit for tatness, right? It's like. Both sides, right. you I know. Get it. So they, did yeah, it too. yeah. It's like, and I'm not saying that you women should get away with with, with any with everything, but I'm going to say this because I feel like 
you know, in conversations and in, in, in this conversation, I feel like there's there's this underlying like, you know, but they're not doing what we what we want them to do. They're not doing what we tell them to do. When I when I had conversations with my brother, it's we tell women we would tell black women we want them to do this. They don't listen. We tell them to do it. And I was just like, y'all are not leading black women. Y'all are managing them. Y'all think that you just you 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 tell them I want this that this that, and if you're not getting this that this that, then then it's like yeah forget it like you know managers cycle through employees. <laughs> Nobody wants to work for for managers. Everybody wants to work for leaders, and and the hmm. reality is, just because you're not able like as a leader, Ooh. I have to. Learn the people like they get. I, yeah, I, I inherited people when I when I became a manager or a supervisor at my job, and these same people, other managers would say, are terrible. They're trash. They're not doing this. They're not, you know whatever the case may be. But as a leader, it's my job to come in and say, okay, I don't care what they said about you because they're not me. You get what I'm saying? They're not lead. They're not. They're not. They don't lead in my style. They don't have the same type of leadership skills that I have. The training that I bring to the to the job. And guess what I have to do? I have to find ways to motivate these people who some people think are garbage. Some people will tell you like you you come in as a manager. The first thing they want you to do is fire people. You know they, that's one of the things they want you to do because like okay now you you don't know them you can. Get rid of them. You don't have, you know, you don't have the, the, the no hard emotional feeling. attachment. Yeah, no yeah. emotional attachment. But for me, it's like, no, as a leader, no, I need to see that under my leadership style, under my motivations, under my training, under my tutelage, that these people just can't respond or they can't perform. A lot of times, men are just saying, "Oh no, she, she don't listen to me," and I tell, and I tell, I, I had to tell my brother. I said, "Look." A horse is not as smart as you, but they won't jump off a cliff for your ass neither. Like That's you, you can ride a horse, ride a horse. As soon as you get to the cliff, motherfucker, gonna drop your ass Flip off, you off and turn around <laughs> like, because, nah, bro, we straight. <laughs> no, they're not gonna, they're not going to jump off a cliff for you. And I think that that's what. Uh, I'm seeing yeah, what black men want. They're expecting men, women to just blindly follow them. This is we're talking about the smartest subset of women with the most degrees. And I know people say they don't care. Men don't care about that stuff. What I'm saying to you is if your goal is to lead, if your goal is to lead this subset of women, saying that it's too hard is means that you're just not created to lead. That's what I'm saying. Now, if if it's easier somewhere else, go do your thing. I'm the bros. I, I tell people all the time, it ain't for everybody. You get what I'm saying? If you can't do it, you can't do it. But don't complain about it. I you get what I'm saying? I got to hop in there. Well, Shout out I, I, to my bro. Rest in peace to the Godfather. So no, 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 no. I'm no, I'm coming in right now. I'm coming in hot right now. I'm sorry. You're new, I let I let Sam go off. Let me hop in real quick. Hold on, hold on, You're a newt. Y'all see they doing me. Warren, are you a newt? Of course. Was that easy? Hell no. It's something you wanted. And you went through it. Oh, trust me. I no tell matter what bullshit, 
you wait, faced. Wait, wait. Hold on. Wait. No, ba- hold on. No matter what bullshit you face. Keep keep preaching, Mikael. No matter what me. you face. America. <laughs> you saw it through. You saw it through, That's right? That's all we talking because about. Because it's something you wanted. It's something you wanted. You, you once, it, once, it, once, once again, my black brothers. All right. <laughs> I 100% agree with you. But even as a leader, sometimes, hey, everybody can't come with you. And that's what I'm saying. Some people just aren't equipped to either be a leader or even be a follower. Some people are not equipped to do those things. Now, we as a people need to create more leaders in our community, which will then create better followers in our community. I do not disagree with that president at all. But what I'm saying to you is, as a leader, and especially if you're a great leader, you're going to want great followers to be along with you. And sometimes people just aren't equipped for that. So it's like, it's not a tit for tat. Hey, we all fucked up. I'm the I joke often, the system of white supremacy was one of the greatest achievements white folks ever done because we fucked up we having these arguments right now mm-hmm. it shouldn't be this way it should not be this way black but men see, should be able to trust black women black women should be able to trust black men you're making that same point i don't know that black women and black men don't trust each other what we find is that there's a a loud subset of wrong people from our community that that, that project this message the reality is right now all three of us are married we were not always we were somebody's trash, but now we're somebody's treasure. At the end of the day, you find somebody that finds value in you. Once you find that, then you build with that person. Now I'm 100 percent with you there, yeah. right? And I'm saying that some of these men, and I wasn't gonna touch on it, but I'm gonna touch on it. Like you know, they're they're looking for something to fuck on, oh. and they're not, and they're making this false uh, statement like they're looking for a wife, and that's not true. As evidenced by the data that Sam presented about the, the password bros. They looking for somebody that's easy to fuck on when they want it, that they want to have somebody to bring them a sandwich, but they ain't really... A good woman does challenge you but, to become hold better. On, let me, let, let, it's, well, see, that's the thing. It's like There's this misnomer about a, a woman challenging a man. And, and here's what I have for that. You and I all of all three of us go out into this world a world that we built but can never have ownership of the way it's set and on top of that we get spat on the white man that we work next to makes twice what we make and we do sometimes more work than they do we can't buy certain things our credit scores are automatically lower than everybody else they won't tell you that but it's true and what I'm simply saying to you is we go out into this world and face challenges 25-8. The truth is, and this is to my sisters, we don't always want to have a debate. Sometimes we do want to come home, soak in the tub if you got it, or, or sit in the shower for about 15 minutes, just let the water run off of you. Sometimes we want a massage, and sometimes you want one too. My point is that is that's what we're supposed to be to one another in the face of the world that we live in. We're supposed to be a peace for each one of us. We're supposed to be able to rub her back. She can rub our back. We can lay together, love on one another, be here for these kids, support each other. Doesn't that sound way better than challenging me? Like, to me, if you good to me, I'm personally challenged to be a better man. Like, that's I'm going to go. Well, that's what I'm though. saying. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't need her challenging me. I need her 
to to represent something that I want. Like I wanted Omega. I was willing to do whatever my DP said I had to do, and I did it. Now, whether another bro believe in uh, or rock with it, that ain't that's a different topic, and we'll have a Greek D nine conversation later. Yes, I'm, <laughs> okay. but my point is, <laughs> the point is that I showed up for what I was told to show up for because I wanted it. I wanted my family. I have to show up. I wanted my wife. I have to show up. She accepted me. And all my faults. Does she give me hell sometimes? I mean, she wouldn't, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know who the hell she was if she didn't. But my point is, is that I know where it's coming from. I know her family history. I know her pathology. I know how she got the way she did. I know why she feels the way she feels when people, you know, when she, and not putting her business out there, but when she was younger, she was told by men that she loved that no man would ever want her because she was, uh, 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 you I know, them, a modern woman. You know, she was career oriented. But then when you look at, look at her history, you understand why she embraced career uh, over anything else. That's been her identity. But she met a joker like me and I ain't like nobody that she ever dated. Ever. And and to be honest with you, she's unique for me too, but that's what was needed. And that's what you're supposed to do as a leader. Embrace what God has presented. And I was about to put Sam's business out there, but I ain't going to do it. <laughs> but I I'm mean, saying, you can. I don't care, bro. Well, no, I, 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 I'll, I'll just say this. I remember when Sam and his wife were dating. I said, that's your wife. He what, did. And what was your response? I was like, I don't know. Like, it was a little bit more. It was a little bit more aggressive than that. Yeah, but but I wasn't there though. I was. He wasn't I was, there, but but I'm yeah, telling I you, yeah, I saw that that, that she had a quality in her that brought out a quality in him that he didn't even recognize in himself. And that's my challenge to these brothers that's out here on that podcast or that feel like them. Like sometimes, it's not about what you know about yourself. Now it's about the man that you want to be. And and shoot for that, you know what I mean. Shoot for that. I mean, and 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 I think since we, I think we, I think we beat this one now. Ultimately, from my standpoint, I just feel as if, like like Umar said at the end, he's like, if you keep attracting this type of woman, it says something about you. And vice versa, men, women that keep attracting certain type of men. It's it's it does say something about you because when I talk to even women that are not uh, even women that are not uh, married, they'll tell me like there's still a, there's a lot of good black men out here because I've dated them. You know what I'm saying? And it just didn't, it may not have worked out, but there are a lot of good black men out here, and and vice versa with men. Oh, like sure. when I talk when I talk to men, it's like oh yeah, there's a lot of good. You know, most of them had two or three prospects. I'm like, oh, that's a good one. You could have married that one. You know, whatever the case may be. And I think that it, like Mikhail said, it's that underlying, you know, tier of men that are out here really just trying to fuck. But they, you know, they, they're they're coming in and they're not getting what they want out of it. And they're they're speaking loud. They're speaking loud. And in the, the outcomes, <laughs> anyway. I, I, I'm sick of these niggas, man, and that's my best. <laughs> <laughs> because because they, it was cringeworthy. I think this is my last point. I cringe to watch black men be told that they're not leaders and not want to step up to the plate. Mm-hmm. It made me cringe that you could like 
you couldn't sit in front of me and say, y'all ain't leaders. And for me not to take that on in my mind as a challenge. Yeah, I'm about to, to say, fucking prove you know you what? Wrong. I'm going to show you something. Mm -hmm. And he was talking systemic. He's talking about the community. They were okay with one piece of it. They were all right yeah. with the, you know, oh, yeah, I, we can mentor boys. It's like, do you know what it takes to mentor young boys? Or young women. You, or, I mean, yeah, or young women or children in general that are not yours. You know how much energy that takes? And, and for you not to have the same energy for your beautiful black mom, because that's what I look at them as. Hmm. I look at them as my mom because my mom raised me by herself. And so that's what I see black women as, my mom. Not to say they're my mother, but you get what I'm saying. I know what you mean, bro. And, yeah. and, and that's the thing. It's like for the fact that these men, most of them probably came from, statistically speaking, a fatherless home. And they can't see like, yeah, they, this person was betrayed by a person that they love. Maybe their father first. Then they had to deal with the betrayal of men that they don't know. Whatever the case may be. I'm not telling you to take on problems. I'm telling you to solve problems as they come. That's I'm just say, me. Yeah, I'm going to say this because I want to start talking about a solution. Yeah. But what I, what I will say is what I got from this is not that they came from fatherless homes. What they came from is that they, their father probably was in their lives, but they realized that their dad did not choose their mother because she was difficult. And that's what they learned. Mm. They learned that if a woman's difficult, you don't have to be with her. You don't have to sit with her. Why? My daddy didn't. So why the hell I'm gonna sit up here and go through all this? And my daddy didn't have to do that. And I'm, Damn. I'm good. So you saying they daddy left and didn't deal with her? So now it's just like, well, I'm not gonna deal with her at all, right? Because they didn't have Damn. the model. They didn't have the model to do it. Shit. So the solution, because I said I wanted to kind of swing to solution before yeah. we close. Yeah, is brothers the challenge out there is to find a black man out there that is not like you as you mean a black woman no 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 oh okay no no it is pride mom is you is you, it, you good bro <laughs> jokes, <dog. laughs> you like, good, bro? Yeah. <laughs> uh I, I but challenge is to find a black man that is not like you so if and, and i'll give you the contrast of what i'm talking about I, it can go this far if you Trap house dude, Neil de, uh, Tyson. I was about to say Neil deGrasse Tyson should be somebody I want you to look up and start studying. And not because he's a better man, but because he's a different man. What happens is that it's so contrast of who you are, it starts to open your mind up beyond your understanding. And if you are Neil deGrasse Tyson, I would ask that you look at the future. Look in the future, like you know, he's he tied to, you know, the Dungeon family. He's he's off the streets. He's, so because what that does is that gives you some pure view into the world outside of your space. The idea here is that you have to be a whole man. You have to be a Renaissance man to be able to be the leaders that our women need. You need to be able to, you know, change tires and fix computers. That's that's what's going to give women the comfort that they need, because one of the things that I know that women have, they have a list of handymen, one for fixing their car, one for fixing stuff in their house, one for smashing. You know, <laughs> they got a man for all of that, and you supposed to be all of that man in the one. 
And the only way you're going to achieve that is to, to challenge yourself, to learn, to be open to new things. So that's my two cents on how to, to become the leader that our sisters need. I just want to say this before I conclude. Brothers out there, I'm with Dr. Umo when he says you should marry and be with a black woman. I don't care if you dated 99 black women and they were all terrible. You go for that 100 black woman. I am a heavy proponent of black love. So if you're dealing with difficult women, as Mikhail said, you either learn to be a leader with them or you continue to find that black woman that works just for you. And y'all work together and build together and grow together and build that foundation and legacy for our people. And teach our children to stay together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah man. I mean, the, the, what, what I love the most about being married to my wife is that my daughters get to see it. And and I think that that's what we need to start thinking about. It's just like, look, man, we we have to raise up a, a generation. It, the excuses are are, are too long. Yeah, we we, doing we know too working. much. We know too much. <laughs> What we doing ain't working. Let's do something different. You know, I'm not telling you to be abused out here. I'm not telling you to take abuse. I'm telling you to learn to communicate properly. Learn to be emotionally intelligent. Be patient with one another. Know that we've all been through things. Like, those type of things will help you get over. Yeah, get over the hump. Because the way it's working, y'all letting these dudes on podcast lead y'all. It's not going to work. And this is a podcast nigga talking to y'all. I know, it's right? not gonna work. <laughs> it just is what it is. Or what I say, the popular podcast, because you know those are the ones that go viral, the ones that right. don't care for the women and don't care for you know their people. Right. But anyway, start sharing this. Yeah, start sharing this shit for more conversations like these. It's you, good bro podcast, Instagram, Facebook, you YG bro podcast on Twitter. Please, please on. YouTube, like, share, subscribe. These conversations are vital for our community's growth, our mindset. Yeah. I I am Sam Duke and I am good. Hey, I'm Tim McKell and I'm good. I'm Warren P and I'm good. And just like that, we out, people. Yeah. Merry black women. <laughs>